0: Hello and welcome to Following the Way. We are so glad that you're with us. We are a podcast that is devoted to the examination of Scripture and Christ-centered practices. And our hope in that is that it will help you live a life devoted to Jesus and following His ways. This is our third episode And want to just uh, welcome those of you that may be watching this on YouTube. And if you are, we want to invite you to subscribe to our channel, as well as click the little bell, the notification bell, that will give you alerts when we post new material. And thank you once again for being a part of this. When we talk about following the way of Jesus, one of the ways that this has been put that I just love is by Dallas Willard in his book, Renovation of the Heart, where he talks about it as being an apprentice of Jesus. And I just love that uh, thought of coming under and apprenticing to the way of Jesus. And so I hope that this podcast and these videos help you in that regard. We're going to uh, look today at part three of our exploration into Romans 8, Uh, The impetus for this came out of a message uh, that was preached a little over a week ago where we talked about the realities, the astonishing realities of resurrection life, but also how Romans 8 speaks about this in regards to not just the future reality that's coming, but also the present time and how we live by the Spirit. And so we've been talking about that uh, in these first few podcasts. And today we get to verses 18-18. 25 in Romans 8 and want to look at what that says. And so let's read those verses together and then we'll dig into it for a few minutes. Verse 18, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed in us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. As we wait eagerly for adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. For in this hope we were saved. Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. So these verses begin with Paul talking about the reality of suffering. And when we look at where we're at right now in the midst of this ongoing pandemic with the coronavirus and all the struggles with it, there is suffering at this present time. This verse meets us right where we are at right now. And we can think of it, and there's so many experiences of this for so many people, whether it's the stress of new work expectations, balancing kids at home all the the pressures on frontline and essential workers the the long hours being worked by many people now in many different industries the uncertainty that surrounds so much of what we're we're going through right now or the uh, the dreams that have been lost because of this right now for people or plans that have been altered and we don't know what that's going to look like and where those are going to go the struggles of and suffering of loss of income, loss of purpose for people, struggling with family dynamics now that have changed dramatically, the restrictions that are on us, the loss of control, which for many of us then equates to we feel almost a loss of purpose as we, as we uh, feel this control that's been taken from us. And so there's so many things. Well, even Uh, Just today, one of my kids was was talking about this and and they made the statement, they said, we just want things to go back to normal. And I thought, you know, I, I can really identify with that too because there's been so much change and out of that change, there is the threat of so much anxiety that can come from that and the uncertainty of what awaits us. And so suffering during this present time, when this verse speaks of that, that is really real for so many of us. Or maybe it's, uh, when we think about this, it's a place where we have been before at some point in our lives. And we struggled to understand why or what was happening in those times and in those moments. And what we come to see in these verses is that suffering is a reality of life on this fallen earth. And we know that. And if we don't know that, we need to recognize that in light of the gospel Um, I just uh, read this blog post yesterday that uh, was taken from this uh, guy by the name of Mike Metzger at the Q Conference, and he talked about this um, process of of life in light of the kingdom of God and this thing of how we know things, how they ought to be. We also know how how things, how it is. We also then see how they can be and how they will be. And he was talking about this in light of we need to look at the ought, the is, the can, and the will in light of the gospel explaining all the things we do and the experiences that we have each and every day. And so we work through, we feel these things how they ought to be. And we work through then what it is but also what it can be and what it will be, that God will make all things right and that he's working through us to do that and that in the can, that we understand that God can work through us to further his kingdom. But when we think of that in light of experiencing suffering, it's really, really helpful and profound. My my brother-in-law actually wrote a blog post on this idea and he talked about... Uh, in there about realizing and looking at and feeling where are we discontent and where do we feel that things ought to be different and what are we doing with that. And so it's important to talk about that because suffering has a way of bringing us to places of desperation and need where only God can meet us, exactly in those places. And what allows us to put suffering in perspective is understanding and responding to it in light of what is coming. And that's what Paul is saying uh, here in these verses. The glory to be revealed in us. It makes all the difference in how we walk through situations in our lives. Because... This glory to be revealed in us, what he's saying there is it's already at work in us. It's not going to be created in us when we get to eternity and when we are given resurrection life. No, it's going to be revealed in us because it's already at work. There is this life happening in us that is the work of the Spirit that God is doing. And so uh, verse 19 there speaks of this eager longing that is... that we're feeling and the the reason we feel that is we we know that things are not the way that they are meant to be. They are not the way that they will be, that God is going to work and that's what these verses are getting at. And so in the meantime though, we are subjected to futility and, and this is the reality of sin and its painful effects on this earth. It's not the way that it's meant to be. Right now, what we are going through, this is not the way that the earth is meant to be. It's not the way the earth is meant to function. But God allows these things to happen. God allowed the coronavirus to happen. He allows these things to happen to bring us to places of desperation, to bring us to a place where we see the brokenness and the ugliness either in our lives and in our hearts or even in the world around us and the fact that it needs to be redeemed. And the reality is, is that the world and, and the earth and and our bodies, we are in a state of corruption. We are in this, this state of where everything is in a state of decay. And so we're meant to see that we are in complete need of redemption. And so God allows this to happen, subjecting us to futility, futility in the hope. Now that's also can mean in the expectation of what is coming for those of us who are in Christ. God did this because he wanted people to understand the ultimate freedom that we have as children of God. Jesus even spoke of this in Matthew 19, 28, where he spoke about the renewal of all things that is to come. And it's coming. It isn't now. Yes, the kingdom of God has broken in and is advancing on this earth, but we are not seeing the fullness of that. We will. It's a now, but not yet. And so it says in these verses that all creation is impacted, that all creation is groaning as in the pains of childbirth, it says. So this is what what is happening is... This longing—it's a giving way to new birth. There's something new being worked that is coming. It, death is not coming; life is coming. Resurrection, life is coming. Life in the spirit. And I was thinking about this. My uh, my sister just had a a new baby this week, and uh, and I just became a new uncle. And you know the, the process that you go through in a birth and I obviously I've never experienced that and as men we we don't experience that but the the pain and the struggle of those hours that you're going through it's in hope and expectation of you know what's to come you know that you are going to be blessed with a beautiful beautiful baby and so you go through the struggle because of what will be revealed and so it's a really interesting um, Analogy that's used here in connection for us to understand that. But when we have the Spirit living and working in us, we feel that there is more. And so we also are, it says we're groaning inwardly for this resurrection life to come. And we're waiting eagerly that there's this desire to be stirred in us, seeking more of this life in the Spirit, that there's more to come, that there's more that God has for us. And so he even says that earlier where Paul talks about the Spirit, bearing witness with our Spirit, that we are children of God. So we know there's something going on that there's more that, that amidst the pain and the suffering and the struggles of life. What's coming is glorious and what's going to be revealed in us is glorious. And there's the stirring happening in us that the Spirit of God is stirring. And so it says there, For in this hope we were saved. It's this thought of we were saved for total liberation. And so this total liberation that's coming that we know we will receive, we wait patiently for it. And so it speaks of this understanding and the expectation of what is to come. And so in the middle of that, in the midst of that, we don't ignore or minimize suffering in our lives. We don't ignore or minimize or try to gloss over the suffering that other people are experiencing. It's real, and when it when it happens in our lives, it calls us to uh, to be open about it, to uh, talk about it, to be to walk with humility and vulnerability, not to try and pretend like everything's fine when. The reality is no, we're suffering and it's it's hard and it's and, and there's things that we face in life that are difficult. But when we face it and when we confront that in our lives with the hope of God's goodness and what he's doing in us, it makes a profound difference. And we'll talk about that more yet in episode four as we get into the further verses in Romans eight. But when we understand and see God's goodness at work in our lives in the midst of hard things, and so we understand that things are not as they ought to be right now. And so, I want to, what I want to do to apply this for us this morning, or wherever you are listening to this, I want to invite you right now to just quiet your hearts, to, to feel what's going on in your body, to feel what's going on inside of you right now, and to, uh, maybe you want to open up your hands. If you're sitting somewhere, you wanna put your feet on the ground and just begin to feel what is happening in your physical body and allow yourself to examine what you're feeling and what is happening in your body, what's happening in your mind what your heart is feeling begin to just allow yourself to feel the things that you might be struggling with the suffering that you're right now encountering the, the frustrations that you're walking through and begin to feel those things and begin to feel what is and as you begin to feel what is also begin to give it to the Lord and hoping in what it can and will be and what God is going to do in you and the suffering that now is what is coming and the glory to be revealed and so let's allow the Lord right now to just work inside of us for us to feel allowing for God to speak to us inviting the Holy Spirit to speak to you Holy Spirit would you come And would you speak to us about those things in us that we're feeling? And Lord, as we examine them, and as we feel those things, Lord, would we release them back to you? Would we give them to you? Would we surrender them to you? Lord, we recognize that there's things that we're facing, and things that we're encountering that are hard, and they're not the way they're meant to be. It's not the way that you meant them to be. Lord, we give those things to you we release them to you and we receive your healing we receive your freedom and we embrace life in the spirit amen thank you so much for being with us again today I want to thank you for listening to this podcast if you're enjoying this I encourage you to Uh, to give us a, leave a comment or give us a rating, and um, look forward to being with you again. Blessings.